0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of NBA's Unplugged. I'm your host, Veg McDermott, and let's dive into today, Thursday, May 21st. So uh, again, no new announcements today from the program office or from clubs, seeing as those are all tied up. Uh, so we're just going to jump straight into our guest segment today, which is actually being recorded live this time. Uh, so after the recent NBA Battle Royale, we had a member of our USC own, Min Zhao, who sort of struck gold virtually. And has gone viral since. So if you're joining us from other schools or just other people that were at the NBA Battle Royale in general, welcome to MBAs Unplugged. Uh, this is essentially just a USC podcast that I started to really get to dive deeper into the current uh, academic class and get to know the be- different people and backgrounds that make up the class here at USC Marshall. So with that, we will now introduce our guest for today, Min Zhao. How are you doing today, Min? Hey, thank you for having me, Patch. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm I'm glad that I actually didn't manage to get you sooner, so that this was all almost like perfect timing. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how have you uh, been? How have you been spending your days since uh, since going uh, live on Saturday there?
1: Oh boy, I'm uh, I'm busy. You know, trying to set up my assistant team so that you know I'm not <laughs> bombarded with messages, of course. <laughs> but other than that, I mean. It's kind of in a very interesting stage, actually. Uh, uh, You know, you try to be yourself, but at the same time, you have the general impression that, okay, people think you are funny, so you should talk funny. So you kind of have the pressure to be funny. (laughs) So sometimes you don't really, you begin to carefully articulate your messages and your communication style so that it sounds like, you know, you're, you're a humorous person, but,
0: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that actually almost begs the question. Like, do you, do you actually have experience in comedy? Oh, boy, no. Uh, you know,
1: you, uh, so basically, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you force me to think back, you know, I actually work on quite a few scripts uh, in the film production. When I worked for the film production company, uh, and they are comedy. It's called a romance comedy uh, genre in China. Mm-hmm. So you can see that, yeah, I have some exposure actually to a few of the greatest uh, comedian writers in China, but to me, like personally, not really,
0: you know. So you, you weren't physically making those <clears> scripts though, you were reviewing the scripts, I guess?
1: Yeah, I was coordinating, reviewing, it's like throwing ideas and creativity here and there, but, but not like over the length of the whole project, you know. Because gotcha. if you, you want, it, it's actually difficult uh, to work as a professional, you know, to, to be funny, Gotcha. <laughs> essentially.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, before we dive too much further into, I guess, your whole backstory here, we want to start mm-hmm. off with one of our guest intro segments, which you've picked out for today. Uh, so Perfect. you've chosen to go with Florida Man Birthday. So okay. the way that works is we're pretty much going to take your birthday, throw it into Google along with the search term Florida Man, and see what kind of crazy articles we can get to come up for your birthday here. So yeah,
1: I know this uh, for a while but I've never tried it actually. But let's no. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: are, are you gonna so type birthday, in two on your end? Uh, I, uh okay. Hold on. Yeah, you you can type in two and we can go back and forth. So what, what's your birthday first off?
1: My birthday is June the twelfth, nineteen ninety one. So June I will 12. just yeah I will just leave out the, the year part, right?
0: Just June yes, twelfth. Leave, leave out okay. the year. You're actually very close to my birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm three days after. I'm the 15th. Oh, wow.
1: Okay, the first one was pretty good, too. Florida man hard a naked rake attack.
0: <laughs> naked rake okay. attack. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm reading this one. Hold on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Florida man swallows 20 rocks of crack and leads cop on a chase from Miami to the Upper Keys <laughs> <laughs> yeah I saw this one too <laughs> oh my god oh man he, he, his his mugshot kind of looks like Willem Dafoe too it's kind of
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: <laughs> Jesus
1: that's pretty dope
0: oh man he admitted he ingested 20 rocks of crack while on the chase and had been smoking crack cocaine since Tuesday morning <laughs>
1: Is that like a typical day, a typical Tuesday morning so Florida, or it's
0: just him? Uh, the ingesting part sounds pretty normal for him from the looks <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. What else do we got here? Oh, wow. You got anything? Uh.
1: Not, not really. I'm, see, I'm seeing the, the whole swaddle, the crack part, the naked wreck attack part. Uh, the naked
0: rake one seems to.
1: Yeah, that actually sounds like me. I probably will fight a guy
0: naked. You think if you ever lived in Florida, that would be you someday? Oh boy, that was like me. Without like the. Right now, I'm
1: a I am i am I'm, I'm leaning toward the naked part, but not like the. The charging the rake r- 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 attack part. Yeah. So I'm I'm guess uh, I'm guessing I'm fifty percent.
0: What's what's your uh what's your what's your attire of choice now that you're stuck at home all day? Oh wow, is skin sort of like attire? Is what? Skin, like right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, I'm like, uh, I'm topless, so <laughs> it's like uh, only only a short. Because the thing is that uh, we're living in a, in a condo in downtown, right? Mm-hmm. So once you open up the the curtain uh there is a giant va- uh window that is transparent so it's like not you you, uh, you can see from both sides
0: yep so, so people can is, you can't be that naked where people can look in and just see your bare yeah. ass walking around okay exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> how, how before are you on me.
0: then are you high enough where you are not worried about that
1: uh i'm like in the middle of the, I'm I'm, I'm on a twenty sixth floor. It's uh, like thirty three floor building. That's pretty high. Yeah, yeah, it is okay. But but actually, across uh, across the street from me uh, is another apartment,
0: the high rise apartment building. Oh, okay. So was, everybody will raise it. The- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the struggle right there. There you go. All right. So I guess there wasn't much for you. I couldn't find anything else here. So mm-hmm. I was trying to buy some time there to look for something, but nothing was popping up. So. Oh, well. Still some two so, two quality choices there, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure.
1: when is your birthday? My,
0: my birthday is on the 15th of 92. Okay, 15? Yeah. So and 15. it's actually on June the thirteenth. Yeah, there's a lot of us coming up yeah. in the next couple of weeks or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a lot of happy birthdays. I have no idea what the hell I'm a- going to do. Yeah. Oh, me
1: either. I'm not really like a big birthday party guy, you know, and that actually... This was one of the uh, lead to a major fight between Nina and I uh, <laughs> way in the past because I am like, I don't really care about birthday party. Then on her birthday, I didn't feel about partying. Oh, okay. yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I see. You can see what went wrong there. Yeah, that's yep, obvious. A little bit, you don't have to yep. care about your birthday, but you better care about hers. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, so getting into the first portion of our show now, we're really going to focus more on just you, Min. So you as a person, where you grew up, what your journey was to undergrad, and what made you sort of click and say, let's go get my MBA. So,
1: Okay. Wow, that's a very, very deep and long question. Um, You can take it anywhere you want. So, I mean – I mean, as a child, I always dream of getting an MBA, you know, that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, so I, I basically, I, I grew up in a very small town in China, actually. The name Zhao is not so well known. Like, even within the class of 2021, within a Chinese group of friends, when I told them my hometown, they didn't actually uh, know where where that city is. Mm-hmm. So that's how it's constantly uh, um, One thing I think I should quickly introduce about my hometown is that... Uh, so basically, the whole region, like more like a state, uh, the, the equivalent of a state in the United States. Okay. The whole state is really not a fan of spicy food. But for some reason, this small region within that region, which is my hometown, everybody is like loves, loves spicy. So if there is no spicy, they cannot live, they will die. So basically, <laughs> So basically I'm really, I'm competitively tolerant uh, to spicy, uh, to spicy food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a, a, a very interesting part of me. Um, and um, when, I was in, when I was in high school, um, I began to play video games nonstop because I was actually a very typical Asian students when I was in middle school. I was a really good student. I was uh, like the top 10 students of the whole class. And then I got into the best high school within the whole state. Uh, So, and after that, I was like, okay, I think I should celebrate. I should be celebrating uh, for this achievement, right? Mm -hmm. So I ended up celebrating for two years. (laughs) And, uh, And it was apparently too long. So well, I fucked my I fucked up my high school grades, which is later I learned more important than my grades in middle school because cool. it's actually related. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, only a little bit. And then I didn't really uh, get too good on all the materials. So for the Chinese SAT test, I didn't, I cannot do, I could not do too well because mm-hmm. the state I was in was actually very competitive in SAT. So basically, uh, the dimension system in China is that they admit only a limited number of students from each region and your score is, com- uh, is compared to regional. Oh. So if you are not the top students of that region, even if you are the top students of the country, it, it won't work. Okay, I got you. So in the basic, yeah. Uh, so I could not perform well. And uh, I was in the stage that I constantly fighting against my parents' advice, of course, as a stupid teenager at the time. Yep. And well, so, <laughs> yeah. So, so this kind of thing, my future was kind of dim. So my parents made the decision when I was seventeen that okay, we should kind of you know maneuver around this thing. Uh, so they sent me to a community college actually, three agent. Uh, so that's why my first uh, three years of my uh, U.S. life was spent actually in Seattle, because I joined a community college there. Okay. I finished my high school diploma there, and I finished an associate degree there. And that was the time when I realized, holy shit, I really need to catch up, because, you know, I want to be less piece of shit, less trashy. <laughs> so I kind of, you know... Uh, Picked up my study and everything, and uh, after two years, I transferred to uh, UCLA. So I was a transfer student to UCLA. And uh, that's when uh, I began another round of celebrations.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I
1: guess that was just part of me. Um, but this time it was kind of more healthy. It's not like playing video games and everything. It's like, learning how to scuba dive, learning how to skydive and learning you know, to, how to drive a plane, stuff like that. Oh, well, and then uh, that's, yeah. 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 That <laughs> are was are you like we,
0: skydive licensed or something or?
1: I'm not as a pro as Clay, but I jumped for nine times. Uh, but uh, that's nine jumps actually has a expert, uh, like a expiration date of when each cook should be. on when uh, I
0: towards Exactly. So it, you
1: need- it has...
0: How many jumps do you need total? Like twenty something?
1: Yeah, twenty five. I need twenty five to to get an A license. But Clay is like license C, I think, like the highest level. Um, so I, I did. Yeah. Oh, he's a pro. He like he has like five hundred jumps.
0: Well, he was and, also he's also like a veteran, so that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He probably got some of that. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> maybe, maybe that maybe that helped him. Uh, Find a lot of free time to do a lot of his jumps. Yeah, I, I think it's part of his training too. So, yeah.
1: Um, so, actually, that's when I met Nina. Uh UCLA, that so was doing yeah. the jumps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, it's, this is a, a, a very interesting story. Uh, Nina was actually back, uh, was studying at a top university in Beijing. So, he, he hasn't been abroad we met because we have a mutual friend who has a crush on her in high school, right? Yeah. So I became really good friend of this dude. Yeah. And then there's like one day the conversation was like, oh, I had this uh, crush on this girl, like, oh, show me her picture, and then we we'll log on to Facebook, right? And like, there she is, I go, okay. You know what a funny thing is? The funny thing is if I add her as uh, my Facebook friends too. <laughs> Well, surprisingly, one thing leads to another. I mean, holy shit, I don't know what happened, but now we are uh, we're married. Uh,
0: you literally we're married. slid into her DM- DMs before that was even yes. a thing.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's, <laughs> I think that this is,
1: this is the really literally the biggest fuck you that I ever delivered to a person, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> are, are,
0: you, are, you still, are you still friends with uh, the impression? Yes, we're actually, we we're, were close, we're tight. I mean, I don't know
1: if he is secretly hating me or anything, but you know, on the surface, we're actually tight. uh you know, having 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 dinner together and all, you know, talking shit to each other. <laughs> but anyway, um, so <coughs> so um, jumping to the part where I to, about my decision to get an MBA.
0: Um.
1: So. So yeah, that, that's, uh, I finished up my life at UCLA. I went back, you know, uh, Nina was working at the time in Huawei, actually in Shenzhen. Mm-hmm. And she resigned we moved to Beijing, which is basically the other side of, uh, of China, you know, yep. uh, compared to her, her location before. And then, uh, after five years, I, after three years in the basically a pan and industry space. <clears throat> uh, a little bit of back information. My family got into trouble because of fraudulent lawsuit to a point that we need to return to help our uh, our family business. Mm-hmm. So Nina and I both resigned from our job to help with this family business. It was a long journey, and uh, no one in the family actually has a legal background. So, um, but. I took the initiative to kind of, you know, go to this training camp, boot camp basically for three, uh, for six months actually. It's like three months in a physical location, 12 hours a day, and then there's uh, three months of like six hour online training and lecture kind of a program. Uh, and then I led the uh, litigation process for both the civil lawsuits and the criminal lawsuits. So by the end of 2018, everything was kind of on a stage that we didn't really have to have too much input, especially because when you initiate a criminal investigation, it will reach a stage that you cannot really do anything about it because you know, there have to be an independent investigation and they will actually reject any of your inputs at that point.
0: Because you they have to be to involved
1: it, at that point. Our, uh, our company because yeah. I was representing a company, right? we cannot uh, evolve with the act, uh, prosecutor and stuff, because they're like conducting the investigation independently after we submitted all the, all the evidence. So we got a, a lot of time at hand, and then that was actually Nina come up with the, the idea that, hey, you know, I mean, we've seen a lot of shit, and it obviously was not a good idea to kind of, you know, work in the same company, uh, and dealing with a city crisis, because we are lucky this time that this thing kind of you know is le- uh, we are leaning toward a victory. yeah, but can you imagine the other time other times maybe we will just be doomed, right? so it's kind of you know trying to put the eggs in the different basket approach. It's like if you Nina know, was like if if I got an MBA, then she can pivot into the industry she actually enjoy and is passionate about yeah, and she was like mean why don't you do the same thing right because if i want to MBA in the united states we will like not see each other uh, for two years i live not living separately for two years that's obviously uh you know uh not a, not not a good r- r- not a yeah, good thing not, after not you get ideal married. Yeah. yeah not <laughs> ideal and uh, i mean although it was probably ideal to me <laughs> just kidding uh <laughs> Uh, so he be, uh, she began to prepare for GMAT, and uh, I was like, okay, whatever I do, I'll probably follow. Uh, because we didn't really aim for any particular school at the time, but then she got a really good score, and she was like, hey, uh, here are my choices, and uh, her choices are uh, a marshal, right? A U.S. Yeah. marshal. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to become one, one of my, uh, join my enemy at this point.
0: Oh, like, Okay. Uh, nemesis,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so at that so, time, you were still a Bruin. Yes, at that time I was still Bruin. Uh, so I began to prepare, pre- uh, prepared my GMAT, and then one thing led to another. Uh, she got admitted first. I got admitted later, and we are here.
0: You know, I think
1: it's, it, it was quite in, it, it's incredible um, how we begin to discover ourselves. I think, and Marshall, uh, to be honest not trying to advertise anything or, or what. Um, Nina is really passionate about things that she didn't think she can pursue. But now with a lot of like inputs from the classmates, alums, and second year, she actually thinks she, she managed, she, she will manage to, to, to get what she wants. So that's yeah, a really yeah. good thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so just so going, yeah. <laughs> going back a bit. How how much do you think uh, your admission was based on them wanting Nina? <laughs> About ninety five
1: percent, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she. So, her admission process was really smooth. She got an interview. Um, I forgot the, the the exact date, and less than forty eight hours, she got an offer. Like forty eight hours. hours. Yeah, like almost, almost immediately after the interview, she got the offer.
0: Holy shit! That, I, was, that was quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I was like, mine was so long and heart wrenching, and <laughs> at some point I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe it's really a living proof that that uh, I, uh, I, I, I am, I'm the worst part of the relationship. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, in the end, everything works out. Yeah. And, and she did, she did send like two separate emails telling the admission office, because back then we didn't uh, really know to, uh, we can only contact the admission office, I think. Like her interviewer, she was like, I will go if my husband got admitted. Like basically that's what she said, for her, uh,
0: two separate emails. I mean, and I guess, you know, so I'm a <laughs> Yeah. Was, was Marshall sort of the only school that you two were looking at together? Or were there other uh, ones in the mix as well that sort of kind of came and went? Uh,
1: we, uh, the school that we aim for are all in big cities. So we actually uh, look at NYU, uh, USC. Um, we didn't actually look at UCLA simply because I think it's really, for me, it's really a minimal return, return to UCLA, right? Because I was from that school. Yeah.
0: Uh, You're not really and, getting a bigger network from going to UCLA. Yeah, like a- yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. So basically our ideal is actually not really about ranking itself. It, it's more about uh, what if we are going to return to China, especially from know, What if we are going to return to China after two years of that be it, right? Yep. So, if we uh, apply for a school that is in a college town in the middle of nowhere, uh, she cannot possibly enjoy the American life, per se, like in a much metropolitan area. So, our idea at the time was like either we go to Los Angeles or, or we go to New York because then we can experience all this, you know, even we have to go, to, go back to China after two years but we always have the chance to, 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 to stay here. You've got a job, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, who
1: knows? Yeah. I will ask af, after the you. whole
0: NBA battle royale thing. I'm, I hear your LinkedIn has been blowing up. So oh. <laughs> more of a reality <laughs> yes. than you joke about right now. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I really appreciate that. It, um, so it's like,
1: you know, I don't really have a LinkedIn before coming to the United States because it's actually not, not really widely used in China as a professional network platform, you know, Is there a different sort of platform or Chinese no. based? No. I Yeah. That's the interesting thing. We don't, uh, it, it's blowing up right now in China, but back then when I just graduated and it's nothing and we don't really have a single platform, which is actually interesting to think about it. Um, hmm. So, so when I come when I, when, when I came here last year, I think I have like 60 to 70 something connections, right? Yep. So basically when you uh, you have this peer pressure and you add all your classmates and you're like, oh my God, they're all 500 plus. So uh, 500 plus connections. So at that point, it becomes like relieving my youth again. It's like my Facebook, but I only have like only a few <laughs> friends. I'm not like... I don't really have a lot of friends, so you'll begin to, you know, desperately at anywhere you know so that that number looks big enough, like, for no apparent reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's become a context, and uh, my connection kind of stabilized around 400 or something because that's basically uh, some alarms on the second year and on the first year. Yeah,
0: that's pretty much the whole uh, class right there, or the, the majority.
1: Yeah, the majority of the class. Um, and um, – but now, it's now shooting you... over 600. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> which, 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 which makes me happy because right now, I have passed that 500 plus mark. So nobody knows if it's 500 plus one or five thousand. 5,000. Yep. So yeah, uh, my life was basically complete by the Battle Royale. So I deeply, <laughs> I deeply appreciate the organizer, including you, of the events, yes. Uh, I have finished one of my Facebook competition per se
0: to have a lot of uh, online friends. Oh, great. Because that was a whole, I mean, that was a great experience just for us watching as well as just (laughs) everyone else, I'm sure. And yeah, yeah, it looks like you got a much wider uh, representation on your LinkedIn compared to like when I accidentally emailed every uh, (laughs) USC Marshall student that's ever come to this school uh so out of those five thousand people that i got that I emailed <laughs> none of them contacted me but <laughs> i mean that's
1: some more direct connections you know next time you set up you want to set up a coffee chat you're
0: like hey do you remember the guy who just
1: you know accidentally
0: sent you a <laughs> email that's a fair point yeah uh, all right so before we get more into i guess the marshal details now that we're sort of at the point where uh, you mm-hmm. and your wife have chosen to come to USC Marshall, uh, mainly for, uh, getting the big city experience as well as being in America for two years before it, ideally mm-hmm. going back to China or who knows you guys find, uh, employment here. Uh, we'll go into our second, uh, guest intro segment, which you chose to be, will you press the button? So sure. that'll work is I'm going to find uh, four scenarios on here on will uh, they're typically phrased as uh, you receive one pro at the cost of one con and it's sort of up to you to, pre- to decide whether you would push that button or not. Uh, Let's do it. And they the first one example of trade-offs. Uh, the first one, I kind of like this one a lot, is you and your closest friend each get a superpower of your choice. So you each get to choose your own superpower, but mm-hmm. you and your friend now become nemesis and you are destined to fight each other forever. <laughs> which friend? It just it says who you're cl- cl- it, it, <laughs> it depends who you can see your closest friend. So Okay. I see. Hmm. Okay.
1: Whatever superpower I can I can I can have.
0: Yes. So you, you oh, each get to choose, you don't get to choose the other power. You each get to choose your own power. So mm-hmm. your friend gets that she a power too, but then you are mortal enemies and you have to fight forever. So You know what? I guess not. Look at that. I'm, <laughs> power I'm so of friendship. <laughs> I'm too soft to to you know. So fifty six percent of people said that they would push the button. So you're in the forty four percentile. Okay, again whatnot. a minority, huh? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
1: No, the thing is like, that the friend that I consider really close, we literally grew up like, we were born in the same hospital.
0: Oh wow, that is physically yeah. close as well.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, and we went we, we unknowingly went to the same kindergarten and we became friends and we went to the same elementary school. The, the story is we went to, to different elementary school at first, but we transferred to the same one in the same class and become neighbors. So it's like, Damn. I mean, I'm only I'm only 28 years old, but like our friendship was
0: 28 years. So I was like, okay, in the superpower, probably not. Yeah, you'd probably, I mean, you see each other a lot more often because you have to fight each other all the time. So
1: oh wow, boy, wow, that's a good point. Think yeah, about that way, that.
0: you could be enjoying yeah. it from afar. Maybe 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 and and you know we will fight. Probably will piece each other off so much because we know each other's weaknesses so well. So the next one we have for you is you get a lifetime supply of any type of food. So I guess you, you, you pretty much never have to worry about food again, Mm -hmm. Um, but you become prone to heart attacks. (laughs) That, that that's very logical <laughs> you think about it right <laughs> it's, it seems it seems like yeah, like even if it didn't come without the prone to heart attacks you'd still be prone mm-hmm. to heart attacks from all the food
1: <laughs> yeah that's right that's right it's like if i get this you will always get the prone to heart attacks okay okay i mean <laughs> I probably will still opt out of this one because no. I'm not my my shape and my weight has indicated that I have never worried too much about my food at this point in life. So it's more like a useless add on at this point.
0: Hey, well you're in the majority yeah. this time. So
1: <laughs> hey.
0: seventy three percent said that they would also not push that button. Happy. It
1: is how it feels like to be on majority. Oh man! All
0: right, I got I gotta skip skip through a few of these because some of them are just bad in general. Sure. This one could be interesting. All right, let's try this one. So the okay. third one we have for you is anything that you write will come true, mm-hmm. but everything that you have also written up to this point will also come true. Ooh. So it's more of like, a, shit, what have I written in the past already? <laughs>
1: oh, boy. I mean, when, when, when it's says right, does it mean like all the, all the comments that I left on the internet somewhere? Because then I will become the one that probably will, you know, have slept with a lot of moms at this point with uh, all these things. Calm you true. know.
0: It doesn't specify whether it had to be like handwritten or like in a journal or something. So I'm guessing like anything that you've ever physically typed or written in your life. You know what? I will. I will, I will get this. I'll get this power. You'll. You'll take it. Yeah, I will take it. <laughs> I mean, you could probably redact it by writing it out going forward. I guess. I mean, I will write a lot of uh, apology letters, but like <laughs> that. See 68%. Oh, 68? Yeah. Agree. I okay. pushed a button as well. Yep. Nothing to regret. Let's see. One more. This this one's just gonna tell me a lot about you and your mm-hmm. preference over certain things. So uh oh, you wow. can you can eat as much there ice was- cream you can eat as much ice cream as you want, and it will not affect your health in any way. But you can never eat any type of cake again for the rest of your life. Oh boy! Really. So Dude, really, this question is about one thing and one thing only.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, who who will not who will not pick this? I will always pick this. Yes.
0: Ice cream yes. over cake. <laughs> yeah, ice cream over cakes. <laughs> well, boiling down to the true essence of this question right here. I don't know if ice cream cake counts though. Then might would be the only kind you can't have.
1: Mm. interesting. That's a that, that, that's a logical flaw in that argument. All
0: right. Well, what fifty-seven, fifty-seven percent said that they would also take the ice cream. Mm-hmm. The fact that it doesn't affect your health too, I guess, is an added bonus as well. So it's oh, not yeah. the other. It's not the other one where you're prone to heart attacks. You're probably less so now. Isn't that the ideal world
1: that we want to live in?
0: Oh God, that would be on my ideal world. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for uh, Will you press the button. So thank you for playing that one. And now we'll go. Thank into... you. That was pretty fun. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now we'll go into the three questions that we have for you that dive a little deeper into your experience here at USC Marshall so far. Of course, so, let's do it. Uh, the first of which is what has been your favorite event or day at Marshall so far? So this could be an event that was put on by Marshall or just something that was done by the students outside of Marshall. So don't feel constrained by it too much.
1: I mean, well, to this point, I'd say term one, can we consider that event? (laughs) Just term one in general? (laughs) I mean... Uh, if, if if we had to like name a single event, uh, you know, more more like a technically speaking, it's an event. I'd say the the ten day at the end of the orientation that was pretty memorable. Like, did I still remember you came up with the idea of like marching in with the SpongeBob theme song?
0: Yep. That was, yep. That was a SpongeBob fucking... SquarePants song. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was fucking epic. Okay. It's like we, we, we as Corsi were so into that thing at that, you know, at that point. We we're shouting out of lungs and we, and, and, and we won that event, right?
0: Yeah. So we, that was
1: like, um, that was a highlight of the, uh, of the um, most, one of the most memorable memorable event I've said. Yeah, definitely.
0: That was but when like, Corsi finally like, came out to fucking play. I really <laughs> that was yes. fun. Yes, and we showed them at the very beginning of the program right yeah like academics we will not catch any of you (laughs) but god forbid you guys come out at TAM day for us we will fucking destroy you at field games (laughs) yes (laughs) although there is still like I guess people think that that was rigged but I don't know how we could rig any of it since we didn't know each other at that point
1: could we could we what's what's the what's the conspiracy theory there I mean
0: oh wow I've never thought about that but okay <laughs> uh, the second question we have for you is: uh, What classes or clubs have you found to be most impactful in preparing mm. you for, I guess, your future career uh, after you finish your MBA here?
1: Yeah, actually, I read that question this morning, and I've been thinking since then. I think, I think, generally speaking, the structure—I mean, the courses that the the Marshall offered generally speaking, are all very good, structuralized. I think especially because I I think like 70% of my mind lean toward having a startup of my own after MBA Mm -hmm. of some sort, right? So in terms of how to prepare you in all these disciplines, all the perspectives, uh, especially with people... That has less have less exposure to the business than I did. For uh, some of them, maybe come from engineering background, I think it's really good. All the all the courses offered, but we uh, I have to admit some of them are not good when they are when when they are taught. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so I'd say the most impactful one, if you if I have to evaluate both the usefulness and the quality of the course. I'd go with statistics. And uh, if you think about the overall, the, the usefulness that, that I think it will have uh, over my career, I think organization behavior, and uh, one of the electives I took is called Designing High-Performance Organization, I think they're very helpful. It's, it's about how- um,
0: OB, you picked OB? Yeah, OB. As-
1: Ideally, in, a, in an ideal world, where the quality of the instruction can be improved, I think this one would be the most useful one. Well, there's a ton like
0: inherent flaws about sort of being from the academic side versus the actual, yeah, uh, that's business true business side. So that's, that's true. Uh, but the 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 premise behind it is meant to be very well meaning. So yeah, uh, a lot of good takeaways from that class. How about some clubs? so clubs i was basically been? so uh i was basically
1: involved mostly in the uh consulting club uh the and the MIGA, the Marshall interactive gaming association mm-hmm. i think that's the two that i interact uh, most with because at first uh i uh, thought i uh, can become a consultant but apparently after losing the, uh, the 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 pricing game at battle royale i mean i was like holy shit yeah for interest, I was in charge of that part, but I didn't win a single one, I'm like holy shit, okay, so I got some really bad at market size so um that's a bummer but but I think those two clubs are having different vibes. for for consulting Club, it's a very intense schedule, intense training, intense networking sort of uh sort of uh club because the recruitment take place always takes place really early in the year, yeah. And uh, it's very competitive industry, right? So I understand that. So, but when you join the, the, the events for that club, uh, you feel like you are, you, you, you have always have to accomplish something during that event. So there is always a purpose associated with the event or maybe with the person that you communicate with and you have always have to, of course, get training, get casing so that you can perform well on Super Sundays so that you can get better prepared. So it's very intense. But if you think about Miga, it's, it's more casual. And, and I think that, that's when I realized where the, the, my passion is. It's like you, you kind of understand what's going on in Miga Club very just by know briefly talk to them. Because everybody a game, uh, is a gamer in that club. And we have uh, you know, kind of online virtual gaming sessions, gatherings, so we play games together. We talk a lot, you know, having kind of, you know, uh, having jokes with, with each other. So it's a kind of very uh, laid back, but m- not not to say that they don't have a, rec- a high recruitment quality. Actually, I think the recruitment rate for me the last year was 100%. Um, it, it, it's just, I think it's just uh, the, the style of the whole communication. And because the, the gaming, Recruitment happened at the very end of the of the school year.
0: Yeah, the time. Of that. As you
1: join, yeah. But you join the club at the very beginning, so everybody was like, don't have the stress, you know, was having fun and chilling in the club. So yeah, yeah, that's. that's uh they're a really
0: good club. Uh, so are you gonna be a part of the consulting club next year, or are you gonna stick with just the Amiga club? Oh boy. I mean,
1: technically, I have to because I paid the membership for both club for two years.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but I don't know because uh, I think I think I think actually a lot has changed since we joined school, um, and uh, there are a lot of things that has changed uh, uh, in our mindsets. Uh, I mean, Nina wasn't lately. Uh, yeah, I mean, Nina was planning on getting a consulting, actually uh, getting a consulting job at first too. And now she's trying to actually uh, get into the fashion industry because she—that's what she is always passionate about. Mm-hmm. And you know, me as I getting into consulting, and now I'm still thinking about gaming industry. And also, I'm, I'm working on something in China, uh, which I find very exciting. It's actually a, a real estate project. Maybe Deepak will find this interesting. I, I think I think she, he mentioned he wants to work in the real estate uh, space.
0: Well, he comes from real estate. So he just, he loves everything about that whole space still. Yeah. So
1: So, yeah. uh, But uh, the thing about startup and especially a real estate project is that uh, it's not like an e-commerce that you can begin to do something hands on. Real estate is very heavy upfront investment. Yep. So you really have to write everything on paper you know, consider every scenario and crisis and situations, and still you'll probably feel that project, but that will cost a lot of money. So for that side of the project, there is really not too much going on uh, besides working on yourself. Um, so that won't really fulfill uh, like seven days a week, 24, uh, like 24 seven, you know. Um, Gotcha. So if I work solely on that project, I've, I I probably will feel that not, uh, not one hundred percent of what my time is utilized. So that's probably the main main hurdle I'm, I'm thinking about right now. But other than that,
0: okay. other than that, sticking to this, those two clubs. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm right. going to. So for our last question for you, uh, yep. now that we are done with our first year and we're hoping we'll all see each other again come August for the start of the fall semester. What are you most excited to witness next year as a second year MBA student, either to watch the first years go through and just reflect on that, or something that you saw the second years do and you can't wait to do that as well?
1: Oh man, I cannot, I, I cannot wait for my internet thing to die down and I begin to do to be shared to kind of you know desperately save my reputation, <laughs> uh, but, but um, I think I think overall I'm just uh, more than thrilled to see you guys again. Like physically uh, on campus, that will be like one of the, my biggest, year, big happen uh, will be the happiest moment of my life if it ever happened in August
0: uh yeah i feel, I feel uh, like i feel like we're gonna be on a bender get back. <laughs> yeah and
1: and also and, and also the fact that you know i i got a lot of help from second year you know uh when, yep. I, when i was when i was here now i became a second year i actually i feel the obligation and responsibility to help the first year right mm-hmm. but but <laughs> because of Because of such unique circumstances and and a lot of ongoing, you probably will have a very unique set of experiences that is not as useful as to the first year student. You know what I mean? Like they probably won't have to adjust to virtual sessions. You know, they probably won't have to adjust to, okay, networking without physically meeting that person. I'm, I'm i'm just making up examples it's it's okay. like i really I, I i really wish that i could be as help as helpful as those uh secondary students who have uh, who have helped me in the past
0: so we, can, we can't we can't prepare them at all for prime travel or anything like that yeah uh, oh my god yes <laughs> yes. yes what because we're gonna not we didn't, we didn't get to travel this time uh, yeah although we're, still, we're still we're still we're still gonna have a blowout trip in the Oh the yeah, break, though. I'm, still uh, I'm the definitely,
1: break. Yeah. I'm definitely. Yeah. I mean, what, 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 what? what I said, Hey, what's the craziest thing you do during prime? I was like, I a bottle of beer when I was doing the presentation that that's about it.
0: That's pretty much what I was doing. I just yeah. had a case of claws next to me. And as soon as we were done, I just popped a few, but yeah, that's the extent of our, of our trip to, <laughs> to or Korea that I was supposed to do. Yeah.
1: So so we'll see how, how everything goes but I'm 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 really optimistic about my second year and uh, you know every good news having on on my uh, on my fellow um friends at Marshall and will make me happy. So
0: mm-hmm. well, I'm glad that you're staying so optimistic about it. It's good to hear that sort of side given like all the news just seems to be just sour notes at this point. So glad that you have yeah. a, I guess a, a happy viewpoint of it at this point. At this time, I,
1: yeah, I've been I've been very um optimistic and pessimistic in the past, especially during uh, uh, dealing with uh, with a crisis in the family business. Nita and I both experienced a period of time where uh, I was diagnosed with uh, severe depression and severe social anxiety, and she was diagnosed with severe uh, uh, intermediate uh, depression and severe social anxiety.
0: Was that just the work you guys were doing? It's the whole thing. It's like, it's like, because,
1: because the thing is, the the thing happening back in China was so unique to that geographic country. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I guess it's not unique. I guess it's universal. But, you know, it's like we were so deeply involved in this uh, as a victim in this fraud. but, 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 but you have the, when you stand as, as, uh, in the pers- as a perspective of a victim, you kind of self-justify a lot of things. Like, why don't you guys trust us? Why do you guys think that we're not the victim but one of the bad guys, right? Yeah. So it's a constant struggle to kind of you know, self-prove your innocence in a way.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: also you begin to realize that there are a lot of corruptions and things going on the table once I led the team to begin the investigation. So it's kind of, you know, begin to question yourself and uh, well, a lot of other things. I mean, and also working, working in the family business is so fucking leaking away that it just, so, so like, you know, you know, my parents are always a heroic figure uh in, in my, in my heart. But when you begin to work with them, you'll realize they are like, apart from being your parents, they are really shitty and asshole bosses. And oh, kids, wow. you
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> because you never discover that part. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you never because, see that side.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, I make enough money to send you abroad, which I really appreciate and like giving you such a good life, uh, good lifestyle. But you never realize that when we work with them, you're like, holy shit.
0: Well,
1: oh, you're a terrible boss, dad. <laughs> no, don't tell them that. So,
0: well, yeah, because so, when so, would you ever observe that? I'm sorry? A, when when oh. would you ever have seen that growing up until like okay. you're physically yeah. working with them?
1: And go, exactly. oh, shit, I, you suck. <laughs> the, the, the majority of the people probably won't have the chance to work so closely for three years to discover all those things, right? And I mean, like, day-to-day working. Because... We we were live, living so close. We would we head to the office. We discuss business in in, uh, in our house. You know, it's like we discuss everything together. And we eat together. And we eat. We discuss business. You know, it's like yeah. constantly debating, wow. and it's an the process to discover discover the 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 weak, uh, their weaknesses. You know, so it's like a struggle from outside because oh my god, they're not the parents that I have already imagined or imagined. You know, in my as a I imagine as a kid and all those shit going on, it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, all those things combined It's kind of you know, become really uh, overwhelming for, for Nina and I, I uh, mean, but, but, but hey, but moving past that, I think, I think, I think one, one lesson I learned is that, actually that's the thing I'm gonna say during the promote session uh, at the end of this podcast, mm-hmm. is that everything will be okay you have to just kind of constantly remind yourself of that. It's like you will have struggles and you will bitch bitch about your life and everything once in a while or constantly. But I mean, deep down in yourself, you should always know that everything will
0: be okay. I think it's a good message, especially given the current just climate yeah. going around right now. Yeah,
1: I really, I actually really want to share this with my all my classmates at this point. I think we're actually, think we really you know, to,
0: we're actually at yeah. the point now where you. Mm-hmm. I was about to wrap it up. So if you want, you can just go into this promo right now.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I basically said it. It's it's like there are a lot of shits going on in our life. And no matter at the current stage where you think this probably will be, will be the biggest fuck up of your life because of this ongoing crisis or something has happened in your past that you cannot justify or something that you are scared that will happen or take place in the future, um, there will be trauma there you will be hurt but you have to realize that you can move on everything will be okay and you should be happy and be yourself that's it that's my message
0: that's a that's a very powerful message given the the current climate again and the times and i'm glad that you and nita were able to sort of like uh come together and identify that and help uh get past some of those i guess troubles that you were having in that uh in that previous time of yours. So uh, yeah, hope that you can both kind of live by those words and continue to sort of keep that mindset of, Hey, there's better times ahead and we'll all get through this. I would definitely tell Nina that. <laughs> and then, uh, so that about wraps it up for our time here today, men. Um, uh, I mean, as a thank you again, you got your chance to promo. So you kind of Jumped the gun a little bit there, but that's perfectly fine because it's probably one of the better promos that I've heard on the show so far. So, again, thank you for that. Uh, and My pleasure. As, that's all the time we have for today, folks. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us today, men. It was great to catch up with you uh, after your uh, viral session at the NBA Battle Royale. Glad you're doing well, and uh, hope you all the best. You too, Faj. You hand there, man. And then I will admit, see you very soon <laughs> Thanks, oh, I, I'm sure I will <laughs> And then as a final, before we leave You get one more choice And that is uh, your song for the night So do you want to remind the fans? I mean, you told me So do you want to say for the fans here uh, What you picked for your song today? Of course,
1: after careful selection And uh, I'm here to present you the song Strong From the band The Score Please enjoy uh,
0: That's all the time we have for today, folks And we'll see you next time But you didn't think that I'd come back to life